welcome to the Wovid Diaries podcast. We talk about the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on women's lives and how they've adapted to a brave new world. Neither victims nor superheroes, we give a platform to women from around the globe to share their experience in their own words. I'm your host, Sveta Mardar, and we're here to explore nuances and topics beyond the news headlines. Single and ready to mingle but stuck at home in lockdown? So were millions of other women around the globe. We talked to three young women from London, Malmo, and Izmir to find out how they've navigated single life and dating in Corona times. And our three guests today are Anelia, Elul, and Zeynep. Uh, Anelia is from Bulgaria, but has been living in London for the past five years. As a pro-Bulgarian, she believes that embracing your roots and culture is what brings color to the globalized world we live in. Anelia is a passionate marketer and co-host of the Millennial Roller Coaster podcast. Three things that describe her perfect Sunday are a glass of good red wine, a good book, and a good conversation with a friend. Elul is from Izmir, Turkey. She currently is working in the humanitarian aid field, but aspired to be an actress when she was a child. It's never happened. She loves traveling, discovering new cities just by walking with no agenda. Foreign cultures and languages attract her. She writes to relax and to organize her thoughts. She also dances often on her own. In pre-COVID times, she tried salsa, bachata, flamenco, merengue. She's a Leo and has a soft spot for astrology that she's a bit ashamed to admit. She finds pleasure in simple things. Her favorite duos are beer and French fries on the beach, the moon and the stars, rainy days and movies, the sea and pine trees, mystery and thriller books, and binge-watching Netflix are currently her favorite hobbies at home. Zeynep is from Sweden but holds a global citizenship. Her curiosity for other cultures has resulted in 10-plus years living abroad, exploring the world, and indulging in amazing food along the way. She's a sustainable development strategist with an entrepreneurial mind. She currently works within urban planning. She's a social butterfly and never misses an event. A perfect day for Zeynep is a morning coffee by the ocean, sightseeing in the afternoon, followed up with the live jazz performance. Bossa Nova is a favorite. In the evening, while sipping a well-made old-fashioned. Life should be colorful, and her Turkish cat Nazar that is crashing all her Zoom calls is one of these colorful elements. Wow, what an introduction. I am really excited about our conversation today, ladies. Actually, let's go with the very first question that, that's been on my mind in terms of single life and dating. How was your life as a single woman before the pandemic? Just give us a brief taste. Zainab, do you want to go first? I think I will start by explaining or describing it as international, very dynamic, and at the same time filled with small little adventures, I guess. I was a bit explorative. And I was using different digital tools to, to meet people, but I was also meeting them at various events, which was quite um, dynamic in that sense. What about you, Elul? How was single uh, life and dating for you in pre-corona times? Well, I don't remember. <laughs> How was life before March? I've been single for two years, actually, after my relationship ended unexpectedly. <laughs> Drama. 
So it's been two years and I mean, let's be honest, after 30s, I think making friendships is really difficult because once, once you settle down in one job, in one city, it's kind of challenging to make even normal friends, you know, let alone the romance or finding the partner. So it has been difficult and challenging, but I'm not going to go to more details right now. That's fine. Thank you. What about you, Anelia? Give us a flavor of your single life pre-COVID-19. Well, I would say if if I can use that term, I would say healthy, at least. I've never been that big of a serial data. I'm quite picky, so I haven't had too many dates as well as I don't have now, but definitely different than what it is now. More interesting more adventurous, and definitely more exciting. So what was that excitement about? And what has changed for you in the immediate term? As the pandemic unfolded, it kind of came across different countries at different times. There are lags of months almost between different countries and, and where the impact was immediate. What did you do early on and how did you approach this as it became clear that you either had to go into a lockdown where you weren't able to see people as you did before? Did you stop certain things, start certain things? What did did you do in, in those immediate first few months? Analia, let's go with you. Well, I would say the difference is, and the biggest difference for me in terms of excitement is pre-COVID, you could actually go somewhere you really like, at least feel in your in your space, have, uh, have a glass of wine with someone at a place you love. You feel way more relaxed. You feel comfortable. Definitely you don't feel scared of getting sick or you don't, at least you don't think about it. You don't have to think about social bubbles and whether you need to invite someone to bubble up instead of your closest friends and family, I would say. And it was way more relaxed in that sense. And there wasn't social pressure to meet people, to meet them at certain places and at certain times. And I still remember when I was at the tube, reapplying my lipstick, looking at the mirror. Oh, do I look nice? Now it will be super fun. And then chatting to my friends afterwards and saying, oh, it went really well or it was extremely awkward. And now I feel more pressured for health reasons, and that's the most important thing, then let's face it, now it's getting colder. So you have a date, maybe a short walk, but then what do you do? And it's bigger pressure in finding innovative place to do things and staying excited and being excited as a companion, I guess. Mm. So it sounds like it's quite challenging, especially in London, because yes, we, we're headed to towards winter. Elul, you said that, yeah, you've been single for a couple of years, but it's been a while, right? In has, has anything in particular struck you in the early days? Was it something where you said, oh, well, no pressure now, I'll just stay home, don't need to see anyone because I can't see anyone? Or did you feel some, some sort of, oh, I should do something, I should go mm-hmm. online, I, I should do video dates? Was there anything like that in yeah. the immediate term when we didn't really know how long this would go for? How were those first few months? Yeah, the problem was that after my breakup, I was kind of depressed and it took a long time to just come to myself and 
that I felt ready to mingle again, just as I was feeling ready. <laughs> Yay, pandemic, COVID, woohoo, everything is closed. Here it uh, was in March that everything was closed down, restaurants, cafes, and it's not London, it's a small city. I mean, it's the third biggest city in Turkey, but still it's not like Istanbul, that kind of uh, excitement going uh, around. So it was kind of depressing for the first three months, March, April, and May. I was like, okay, and there is, as Anelia mentioned, the fear of getting sick and anxiety, worrying about your elder relatives for my grandmothers. I was really worried. I was just staying at home, taking all the measures, and everything was kind of crazy watching the news and, oh my God, what's happening? Seeing everything in Italy, Spain, dying people like China. I mean, it was we were expecting the worst you know and right now it's actually happening right now in turkey this is what's happening the second or third even peak so i didn't even actually about dating i didn't think about dating but in the summer i was thinking about it like oh my god i'm just losing time now i'm ready for partying <laughs> it's just time is passing and passing i mean it was shit you know but uh yeah Right now, I don't know. Again, winter, as Anelia mentioned, is getting cold. Okay, not like maybe in the north, like in Sweden, England. God help you. But here is not that cold, okay? It's 20 degrees sun. Everyone is going out. But still, it's kind of depressing, you know, how people are scared with masks all the time, uh, spraying their hands and not coming close. I mean, it's impossible, absolutely impossible to meet someone new, be it woman, man, child, elder, doesn't matter. I mean, people have stopped communicating, absolutely. That sounds like very bad timing for you, just as you were becoming ready to go out there and to try and date, and that really impacted you. Just very bad timing. Zainab, how was it for you, your first, because Sweden is, is a totally different story. Sweden had a different response to the pandemic. So I personally was jealous. I was like, why am I not in Sweden right now? There's no lockdown. People can go out. People can do their things as normal. They only mm-hmm. canceled big events. How did it feel for you those first few months? And not just your experience, but seeing other people, their experiences around the world when you were still free to roam. I was appreciating that I was in Sweden, to be honest. And I was uh, following up with other friends that were living abroad. And I could see that the restrictions were much, much harder in that sense. And there was a sense of gratefulness to be able to, to be in a country where you did not have a lockdown in that, in the traditional sense. And we didn't even have to use any masks there were no restrictions on going out but there were restrictions in which people you can meet i mean civil obedience in sweden is very high so even if we didn't have any police or military on the streets people were still following the recommendations that were being being given and i guess that is a very poor scandinavia i would say that people are actually following the recommendations that are being given so it was still we even if we didn't lock down the country people still acted like we were in a lockdown So it was very hard to meet new people. And in my case, I actually met a guy in January this year. So it was just before the pandemic reached. He was based in London, but he was passing by Sweden and we matched on Bumble. And then we went for a date. It went well. We were seeing each other for a month. And then he was asking me, he's like, yeah, but you know, I want to date you. I was like, but you live in London. And then he decided to stay in Sweden and work from here. And then the lockdown came or the lockdown in the UK came more or less because it was supposed to be going back and forth between Sweden and the UK. 
And then when the UK actually got into lockdown, then he had to stay in Sweden, which meant that we were spending a lot of time together first couple of months, probably more than I would have expected to, which intensified the relationship. So even if he was, he was partially living at my place and then partially living, staying with his parents that had just moved to Sweden because we didn't want to live together right away, given the fact that we had just gotten to go and know each other. Yeah, so it was very different, very intense from my end. It, we actually broke up in June. So I guess the first couple of months, I just wanted to focus on just surviving and navigating in this new environment that was created. So I didn't even really see if we were a match and how we got along. It was more focused on how are my parents doing because they were living abroad, how are my sisters doing because they live in a different city, so which I couldn't go and visit. And I guess I was focusing more on the wider society. And then at some point it got too intense between us. Sounds like one of those scenarios that I think we've heard a lot about from colleagues and friends who either moved in very quickly with some some significant others they were dating or that early on pressure to move in with someone though you just had met. That sounds like a lot of pressure from both sides. Now that it's been nine months where we are from when things have started, and at least in London, we've had a spring, a summer, a fall, and now we're almost in winter. We went through very various lockdowns, tears, and all sorts of activities. If you think now having had this this whole time and and your experience being with someone and being back single, dating, trying to go on dates, have you tried new things? What's worked? What hasn't? What have you learned in these nine months that you wouldn't have expected maybe about yourself or about the people that you have been going out or with the kind of people and and your interactions? Is there something that springs to mind that you feel differently about now that it's nine months on how are things for you seeing everything with a bit of hindsight now Anila do you want to share with us the biggest lesson I've learned and what I'm trying to do to adapt is just go with the flow I've never been that type of person I love planning and I don't like surprises and for me just going with the flow really changed the whole game It made me open to more people. It made me be more appreciative of situations, of places, and meeting new people, especially not minding just going for a walk somewhere. Otherwise, I was very explicit about, okay, so first date, we go for a coffee. It's a quick one, just so I can leave quickly if I have to. And it has to be a place where I feel comfortable or a place a guy picked up so I can see if he's mindful about his date, if he learned anything through texting. But now I just accept everything as it is. I'm definitely less critical of situations, way more receptive. And as a big outcome was the fact that I started texting more and learning more things about a person before I actually meet them. And it's not that quick of a turnaround of, oh, we chat for a day, then we see each other. If we like, you know how it is. If it's a good date, it's a good date. You continue. If it's not a good date, you just cut ties. And that's definitely a positive thing thing, at least for me as a person and my type of personality. 
Would you say that's something, Anelia, you would take forward beyond the pandemic, this new approach to have a longer chats, figure out more about the person before you jump into meeting in real life? Yeah, definitely. I think this will be my way forward and definitely just going with the flow a bit more rather than being my organized self. Your preset agenda. (laughs) Exactly. I think it really spice up things. It opens new horizons and allows you to meet people that you wouldn't normally go for. So this is something that will be a key takeaway for me. Hmm, interesting. Thank you. So not all bad, right? <laughs> How about you, Elul? Obviously, like you're in a different situation, but I guess to your advantage, you don't have a terrible winter on you <laughs> coming soon the way we have maybe in London or Zainab. And, yeah, it's not but coming still, quite. I think there is a thing called November blues. People are right. feeling melancholic when November comes. I don't know if it is because Scorpio season, because I have a soft spot for astrology, so... <laughs> November and Scorpio, maybe because of that, but everyone is depressed. Let me tell you, they are saying, oh, next week, which is like tomorrow, there is moon eclipse. It's in Gemini. There is a full moon. There is this, there is that. And people are more going into Instagram, looking at posts about self-discovery, yoga, mindfulness, this and that. And Turkey, it has become an obsession. I'm telling you, I don't know if it is because of lack of faith, lack of religion, I don't know what, but there's an emptiness inside of you and that you want to feel it somehow. And people are just looking at astrology, yoga, everyone is so soul searching. Mm. Anyway, it's for women, this is how it is. But men, let me tell you, men are not making investment in themselves that much. Women are, what are we feeling? How are we feeling? Who we are? What do we want from life? asking questioning especially after 30s we come into this soul searching whatever i don't know what it is but you think about it what do i want from life but men men don't think about it that much then there is no match for that you can't find someone within in the same let's say vibe because they have other agenda. They want something else in life. And I like that Amelia mentioned that, yeah, texting and knowing person before meeting is good. I'm also not a serial dater, so I haven't dated a lot of guys. And people are not open to that so much in this part of this world. It's not you want to know someone before going out. I mean, you just go out, talk, have fun. And some are so hasty in starting a relationship and some are not. Depends. But I think we need to learn to manage expectations, what we want from each other. I think this is important. This is a lesson I learned. And to be a bit more mindful about what you expect from life in general. It's not about wanting someone, wanting a partner, but what do you want? What do you need? And then I think you attract people according to your vibe, what energy you are giving. I think that's important. But I think this pandemic will go a couple of more months, maybe even one more year. And everyone's behavior might change. Everyone's expectations might change. Married people are getting divorced. Singles want to have someone. They're understanding the importance of having a partner in life. They're appreciating the importance of bonding, relationships. But in the meantime, married couples are fighting or divorced. So it depends. We don't know what we want in life. It's really complicated. 
It sounds like soul searching is is on the mind a lot. And you mentioned to me in a separate conversation that you have been doing a little have been doing yoga, meditation and, and such activities. Have they helped you? Yoga just a bit, yes, because it puts you back in your center. Sometimes you become too anxious, worried, thinking about future, health, different state of mind, let's say, when you are in quarantine and you don't have so much to think about. <laughs> I think you should turn to yourself, to your inside, and being in contact with your body and just stretching and yoga helped a bit. And meditation is good to, and I also write, I start journaling about my, organizing my thoughts, what I, what I want, because it's so easy to fall into that mild depression, <laughs> not traveling, not seeing anyone, not going to the, your favorite cafe or restaurant anymore. I mean, I think it's kind of depressing. Depression might be a terrible word to say, but when thinking about other countries or other people getting sick in hospital, of course, I don't want to sound or we are suffering a lot everyone's problem is their own and everyone's problem is important in its own way but definitely spending time with yourself it helps yoga meditation journaling taking a walk by yourself i don't know how it is but i advise this to our listeners To everyone, right? Everyone should try that. Thanks, Elul. What about you, Zainab? You've told us you were single, you were dating, then you were single again. And have you had time for this soul searching that uh, Elul has been talking about? Then she's definitely put some time into that and has focused on herself. Did you find yourself having time for that? Not to the same degree, but definitely been trying to look into it a little bit, but not in the same sense. I think it was quite different. I'm not a person that likes to sit and to be home in general. I'm very active. I'm always out there. So for me, when the pandemic started, I was just trying to adapt to a completely new setting where I could not be in action in the same way. And I didn't want to be passive. And I actually reevaluated how my priorities were. And I started focusing more on work, started focusing more for some reason, I started focusing more on what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve and what I wanted to get out of this pandemic for myself. And that wasn't really going into soul searching in that sense. It was more like, okay, so what do I want to create? How can I create things that could last even after the pandemic? And since it was the first time I was actually in one and the same place, and this is in the same country for such a long time, that was a big challenge for me. And succeeding to be in the same place also making me a bit more centered so I actually could listen a bit more to what I wanted and what I prioritized and where I wanted to be when whenever the borders reopen again because we can't really plan for anything and then also somehow put dating maybe because I also had this experience during springtime it actually puts dating a little bit on the bottom of my priority list so now I'm more focusing on me and what I want to get out of this time in my life and plus dating, it is very complicated in these times. Even, even in the Swedish case, we have a recommendation that people like I that live on her own, or oh, you're only supposed to meet people that you live with. And I live with a cat. And cat. <laughs> so that means, <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, so what does that really mean? Okay, single people are not supposed to date. I guess that's the recommendation. And if you live by yourself, then you can meet maybe one or two people outside of it, just so you don't feel too lonely. But still, it's very restrictive. That even So when you follow the recommendation, it also means that you're not really supposed to meet anyone new. 
during these times at least. And winter is coming and it is getting darker. <laughs> Christmas is cozy, but at the same time, I remember before I was using Bumble and Tinder before and I actually closed them down a few weeks ago. And before doing that, I saw a couple of the men writing in the profile that, hey, do you want to spend Christmas with me? How about getting into lockdown with me? So this is actually, it was very cute. Everybody was thinking about how winter is coming out, it's getting dark and, and wanted to share with someone, which was quite nice that, to be that upfront and honest about it as well. Interesting. So <laughs> various reactions and people focusing on different things. So I think Aneria has pretty much tried, though, in different ways, but she has tried to continue dating, just finding different ways to do it. Eilul has focused on herself and finding her center and just finding that time with herself to just work better for her since she she couldn't necessarily meet people or do anything. And Zainab has thrown herself into a lot more work, <laughs> it sounds, going through uh, what her interests and creativity and all those sorts of things and trying to make better use of the time that we have. I think many of us feel like we are wasting time. It's been mentioned, right? Kaylo said, oh, you're just wasting time. Time is going. We're not doing anything. We don't feel like we're progressing anywhere. I was wondering if probably, Arnelia, just because I know a bit more, are there any pandemic stories from dating something fun was there something like the best or worst of it just for a laugh for our listeners that you want to share no pressure but if you think about I know that we've had those different comings and goings into lockdowns and, and the different rules and how we navigated the rules we used to share all these articles about the new rules and how relationships were defined by the government and what counted and what didn't and who you could meet and how confusing they were and all of that is there anything that you can think of Anelia from this last summer that would be fun for our listeners to hear i can share something which I wouldn't say the worst date, but I can't believe uh, something like that happened to me, considering that it usually happens to a lot of men and it was also happening to me. I, I can't believe it wasn't that bad. The fact was that I matched with a guy on Hinge. That's fine. We, we decided to go on a park date, a very lively place. There were tons of people around. It was a good weather. And he told me, oh, yes, uh, I'm coming. You see the photos, you create a picture in your head, and it comes a completely different person. And when I say completely different, there are similarities to the photos, but it was like his brother or a person who survived three lockdowns already. And it was just the first one. It was just the first one. He looked like he survived three of them. A really longish hair. I very rarely see a guy with longish hair. He had a jumper on. I don't know where he took it from. Probably he... I'm trying to explain it. I'm not that superficial as I might sound. <laughs> but it was horrible. And he mentioned a certain height on the app. <laughs> And I met a person who is as tall as I am. And trust me, I'm 5.2. So you can imagine the difference and the surprise. I'm like, hello, mate. <laughs> You're like the first guy I see as tall as I am. But like, it's a surprise. He was extremely awkward, the whole conversation. He was trying to explain to me how successful he is, how much money he makes, and things like that, which 
I don't care about. And these are things that definitely don't matter on the first date. I want to get to know you. But he was so determined to show me how successful he was. And actually, he was playing videos on YouTube. Apparently, he was interviewed on TV on a couple of occasions because of his work. And he was like, look, you don't trust me, but I'm really successful. Look, I, I've been interviewed on Channel 4. Okay, my admirations for it. But I'm really happy it was only a quick drink. We never saw each other again, which I'm grateful for. He also understood that we are not a match, probably because I'm laughing at him half of the time because of his success. I usually admire those type of entrepreneurial types, but in this case, it was hilarious. I really don't want to know your company house and profits. So I think that was the worst one I had. And that's when I thought I should learn to pen pal a bit more with people before I meet them, because you never know. I'm so glad you mentioned the pen paling. <laughs> that's one of those things I hate the most. <laughs> but that's so interesting. That's essentially a lesson learned is what you've just shared, Danelia. You, you had this terrible experience. <laughs> of expectations versus reality. And then you took steps accordingly. Now you're chatting more and get a view before you meet someone. From the experience that all of you have had so far, is if there were to be one lesson or one tip or advice that you could share with women and think about women around the world in different scenarios and different situations, some might be in situations similar to yours, some might be different. But from your experience, what would you like to tell or to share with women as piece of advice advice from you based on everything that you've experienced in one piece of advice? What would that be? Zainab, you're nodding. Yes, I'm, I'm just thinking. My advice would actually be to not settle, to be careful to not settle because we're in a pandemic that affects us in different ways. And sometimes we can ignore things just because we want someone maybe by our side. And uh, so my advice would be to actually be careful to not settle and still remember what you're looking for. Elul, what would be your one advice? I agree with Zeyne. Even in chatting, people represent another kind of reality. But when you meet them in person, it's completely a different story. So I understand the need for bonding and to find love, to be loved. These are all needs. We want to address our needs. But men are not always the <laughs> Answers, I mean, man or woman, doesn't matter your uh, sexual orientation, but relationships are really difficult to navigate and we shouldn't put all expectations in one relationship, that one person will come and save me and give me happiness. No, they won't. It will never happen like that. I think once we know that, we put the burden from our shoulders, from their shoulders, and just believe it. It's not on our side or their side to make each other happy during this COVID pandemic time. It's difficult. So just be open-minded and open to new experiences. But as Zeynep mentioned, just don't jump <laughs> directly. <laughs> It's about not settling. It's about trying to, to actually understand what you're looking for. And uh, not expecting everything from that person. Because sometimes women, men also do that. We 
we are doing it. Once we are unhappy or depressed or something, we just expect that this person will come and give us happiness or give us the meaning of life. Everything will change, fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. But it might not happen. It's not necessarily like that. Have that in mind. Anelia, I guess I'm asking you for a second piece of advice since you've shared already your pre-screening and the more extensive texting as one way to deal with dating. <laughs> what would be another advice or a tip that you could share with women listening to us? I definitely agree with Zeynep and Elio. What I want to add is that women should not allow lockdown or loneliness to define who they are and affect their standards. But at the same time, to use this as an opportunity to expand their horizons and try something different that might give them a new perspective. That's excellent advice. Thank you, Anelia. I actually have one question that is more for the opposite sex, as it were. Do you have a piece of advice for men that may be listening to just improve everyone's dating experience? Is there something, one of those things that you just sit there and think, why don't men know this? Or why don't men do this? Say you had their ears, what would you tell them? Tough question, isn't it? It's a long silence because... <laughs> Come on, we know that even if you tell them what to do, they won't do it. So, all right, Zainab, you might have something. I think to actually be a little bit more straightforward, at least that's something that I'm missing in the North. Mm. Coming in from different cultures where men would be a little bit more communicative with their interests, that could be something that I'm missing on this side of the world a little bit. And usually when alcohol involved, then that's when we find out. And now there is no alcohol, so I can't even guess anymore. So it's... <laughs> that's very challenging. <laughs> it is very challenging. What about you, Anelia? Do you have a piece of advice for the men out there listening? I would say get out of your comfort zone and use your imagination and creativity to adapt to these challenging times. And more challenging dates, I guess. It's on both of us, right? Men, women, whoever is out there single for both of us to go and try. It's being lazy cannot work in a lockdown. You kind of have to uh, step up a little bit. That's what we're saying. Something that I was also wondering, and this is not necessarily related to dating, but I wanted to ask all of you in a way to round things up. Obviously, it's been a long time, many, many long months of spring and, and summer and fall and now winter, and you've each had your different experiences and challenges. Has there been something particular that really cheered you up during this time? What was that? And how can we have more of that? Or how can you have more of that cheer joy in your life? Who wants to go first? <laughs> Elul is laughing. Okay. Please share, yeah, Elul. What cheered it. you? <laughs> Anelia's comment. <laughs> anyway, oh. <laughs> I'm just going to skip that. <laughs> okay, now our listeners will be wondering forever what that was. <laughs> yeah, let them wonder what it was. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's very important <laughs> to be able to respond to your physical needs and associated with love, but also basic instincts, you know, I think it's important, but during COVID times, it is challenging because of so many reasons, <laughs> health reasons and so on. 
the best moments, right? You ask. I just had a fling in one of my small weekend trips because uh, in the summer the, there were not so many restrictions. So we were able to travel to go to coast and uh, just enjoy. It was fun, but men are different when they're chatting on WhatsApp. They're really cool and everything. They're so, wow, amazing. And, but w- when you meet in person, they're not talking. What do they want? Is, is he into me? Is not? There is no clear communication. They're not straightforward what they want. They're kind of depressed. I don't want to make generalization, but I think it's the way because I'm talking to my friends also and they are saying the same things. So I had a fling with this guy and it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give details, but it was fun. And that gave me a bit hope about life. <laughs> Just the one, <laughs> the one <laughs> summer fling. Yeah, uh, which, which is enough. fling and it gave me the... Yeah, you can survive this winter. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just a little bit to keep you going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That sounds good. Thank you. What about you, Zaina? What cheered you the most or what gave you joy in this time? Because I'm guessing we're referring to evident dating, right? Yes. 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 So I did, uh, similar to Elul, I also had a summer fling. Amazing. Without any boundaries without commitments it was just very easy going and it was uh, with someone that I had known for a very long time and I knew that he was going to move to a different city so we said we were going to spend the summer together which we did and I have been away from Sweden for a very long time so for me exploring the southern part of Sweden with someone it it was a very nice experience Mm. I felt that I was home and uh, I think I appreciated that a lot. And also that it was based on a friendship that I do cherish a lot. I think that was a nice moment to have. Anelia, what cheered you the most dating-wise in all of this time? What cheered me the most is the opportunity to meet new people and have some stories to tell whether... <laughs> funny uh, or not Uh, just to have this experience and open up a bit and have fun and and try at least as much as possible to have a normal life in these difficult circumstances we are facing it sounds like from the stories that you've shared you've all found different ways to adapt different ways to try new things and meet new people and try different approaches and whether you're focusing on your inner self on any external projects and creativity and have found yourself busy with those or trying new things and meeting new people that you kept quite busy and it sounds like you've all opened yourselves up to a lot of different whether it was exploring local areas more or enjoying being, if I think of you, Zainab, grounded essentially, but as you said, have a a summer fling with someone local and rediscovering, I guess, that part of Southern Sweden. And Anelia, for you, it's been a lot about changing, maybe adapting your methods a little bit, trying new things, being more open and meeting new people that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have met. And Elul, despite or regardless of her summer fling, she's been looking more inward, but also has found some hope. So that definitely sounds hopeful, I think, for everyone. And I'm really happy to hear that. Despite it being a very challenging time, you have all found ways to deal with it and to overcome, whether it was the immediate, the longer term, 
the, the feelings, the scenarios, the people, all the various restrictions to not just stop yourself from experiencing the world and try and make the best of it. That's really hopeful. To me, it's a hopeful message that you have tried different things, both that were dependent on you and things in your wider network. And you haven't really let the time to go to waste as it might have seemed. That was the only thing to do, to just sit home and Netflix and chill and, <laughs> and wait it out. This sounds like you have done as much as you could. On that note, a bit of hope, a bit of newness and exploration. What I wanted to bring back from what you have shared was those advices that you gave earlier, which were all about understanding what you want and what you're looking for in dating and actually broader in life, not settling. And also just understand that whether you remain single or find someone, your happiness will not be fully dependent on your relationship status. It will be a bigger issue. It will take more for you to be fully happy. It won't rest on that finding that one person to fulfill you in all the ways. And on that note, I would like to thank our guests, Anelia, Elul, and Zeynep. We hope you have a good rest of winter and that it stays warm and cozy even if it's still single. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wowit Diaries. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Wowit Diaries to find out more about the project and hear the latest news. Leave your comments and ideas for our next episodes. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.